uctoday.com. Hello and welcome to Out Loud. As part of our technology track for July, which focuses on cloud communications, we have a special episode for you today. Unified Communications as a Service, or UCAS, is one of the most innovative platforms available to help businesses when they consider how to best update their infrastructure systems. UCAS platforms can really help organisations to remain as agile as possible within their industry sectors. Today, I'm joined by Greg Zweig, who is Director of Solutions Marketing at Ribbon Communications, so we can discuss UCAS and the age of agility. I started by asking Greg the obvious question, how can UCAS enable agility for businesses? Have a listen. Well, you know, it's kind of an interesting question because uh, I, I think um, it, it's really a reflection of sort of um, how things used to be as compared to what UCAS delivers. And I think for most businesses, uh, you know, traditionally they've had to acquire some sort of PBX uh, product uh, or key system, whatever you want to call it, depending on the size of the organization. And the challenge, I think, historically has been that that's a fairly capital-intensive activity, um, for many years, it was really exclusively a proprietary solution. So you, you bought something from company A, and every piece that you bought came from company A, and, and uh, including all the endpoints. And um, and you kept it, and you went through upgrade cycles, and so on and so forth. And, and typically, they had a relatively uh, long lifespan because the cost of the phones alone would preclude you from upgrading on a regular basis. Um, so what's what's changed about UCAS is I think, and, and we've seen the same trend if you think about it in, in email, which is I think fundamentally most businesses just, they don't want to be in the business of, of running their communication solutions. And they also in many cases just don't want to own something that they assume will, will become obsolescent in some cases sooner rather than later. So unified communications as a service basically just allows someone to to uh, to acquire those services from a cloud-based provider and 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 um, simply buy a standards-based phone. So they if they don't like their cloud provider at some point, uh, they want to make a change. They're not locked in, uh, and they can if they don't want to acquire a phone at all, they can simply use a soft client. And so I think it creates you know to your to your term it creates a, a a greater degree of agility. Um, I think it's in some regards less about pure cost savings and more about the elasticity of the fact that if I add a new employee, I, I can just add a seat. And if somebody leaves my organization, I can remove the seat and I, I'm not tied into that sort of box concept that I have to buy it for X number of people. And if I buy a too small one, I have to buy a bigger one, throw out everything I have. Or if I have a big one, and no one's using it, I'm not paying for a service contract for something I don't need. That, that's a really interesting point and, and, and something I hadn't thought necessarily a lot about. You're absolutely right. In the traditional model, and what you were just touching on then was, first of all, you had to predict where your business was potentially going to be for the life cycle of the investment. And then second of all, if, if it got too big, you, you'd have to add potentially another effectively whole system. Or if it, if your requirement was less, less than required, you just had a load of redundant space that you'd paid for, but you weren't using. That's right. And it was even worse. The, the advent of IP helped to a great extent with that. But, um, but unfortunately, uh, it, it's still, even with IP, it's still a significant investment. In the TDM days, it was even worse because of the way the, art, the boxes were architected, 
power was a big part of the uh, equation. So, so, so the vendors really had no choice but to create sort of segmented uh, hardware that would support X number of users at a time. So, so for those customers out there, and there's still a lot of them out there running PDM-based uh, PBXs, that's, that's still a big issue. UCAS is relatively well established now, but I, I think I saw a statistic the other day that only less than a fifth of deployments were in the cloud. We're obviously still right at the at the forefront of, of this sort of movement towards cl- cloud communications, UCAS systems. How long ago were you at Ribbon getting inquiries from customers, or is this a sort of re-education process that you've been able to tell customers, oh, well, actually, you can move away from that traditional model that might have had those drawbacks that we were looking at initially towards something that's more flexible and, and I think the, the point you made earlier was it's, it's not running your business it's it's an enabler rather than something that's dictating how you're having to model your business. That's right well I, I would say the, the market for UCAS really picked up maybe four or five years ago so from your perspective it has matured in some regards but um, but, but our industry and, and like many others you know um, we, we tend to sometimes uh, get very caught up in sort of the technology of it. In reality, we don't, we don't look at the, the practical side of what our customers are doing. And the, the truth is it'll probably be a, a, another 20 years before we, we see, uh, you know, almost 100% adoption or whatever that, whatever that the closest is to 100%. There will always be some customers who have drivers not to be in the cloud for, for you know, very good reasons. So, um, but if history is any guide, it takes much, much longer than people think to migrate. And um, if you don't believe that, then then just start walking around to the local shops in whatever part of the world you're in and look at the age of the PPX equipment that people operate and you realize much of it is 10, 15 years old. So why do we suddenly think that all those people will, will suddenly migrate in a day? It just doesn't work that way. And, and just from your perspective, it does appear that, communication systems seem to have been the the last of the business systems that organizations have, have been willing to move to the cloud. W- would you agree with that, first of all? And if so, why, why do you think that might be? I was just thinking in terms of the sort of IT applications, uh, CRM systems and, soft, and other software systems, they seem to have moved much more readily to the cloud. But communication systems maybe seem to have lagged behind slightly in that area. Yeah, I think there's a few reasons for that. One is because... Um, uh, you need quality of service or you need a significant amount of bandwidth to guarantee good voice quality. Um, and um, for many years, the Internet uh, wasn't really set up for that. Um, what's happened in you know the last decade or so uh, is little by little we've seen uh, Internet everywhere you go is, is very high quality. And whether there's quality of service or not deployed, but it's less important. You can go to a hotel now and connect to the hotel Wi-Fi and have a perfectly good conversation uh, using the hotel Wi-Fi. That's not something that was always the case. Um, and so for many, many customers out there, they were still on, you know, low quality internet bandwidth. So, so moving voice to the cloud wasn't practical from that perspective. And then the other thing is, I think um, anytime you have something that's as mission critical as voice, I think there's a, a little, in real time, the voices, there was a little apprehension about that. So I think you have to pass through that threshold before it becomes accepted and well understood. I think most people weren't overly concerned if, you know, hey, if the email was down for seven minutes for most customers, that's not really, you know, it's not a killer. 
Um, but if you lose your phone service for seven minutes, that means that everybody who was on the phone is disconnected. And it also means that no one can reach you. So if you're running something like a call center or, or some other type of immediate service, that's that could be real uh, 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 dollars or, or, as you would say, pounds that are being lost. Rivenet leading providers in this area. In terms of your UCAS proposition, what does that look like from Ribbon? I'm assuming it takes you know different forms depending on the size of organization and vertical, but is it smart office for, for the main part? Well, we um, we have something called Candy Business Solutions, which represents our, our whole UCAS offer. Um, so Candy is all basically Ribbon's cloud-based set of solutions, and it, it includes both uh, UCAS and something called CPaaS, which is Communications Platform as a Service. So some of your uh, of your listeners will know those are like APIs and SDKs that you can acquire uh, to, to embed communications into an application. So um, as part of that, you mentioned uh, we have something called Smart Office, and that's our our uh, UC client portfolio that runs as part of uh, of the Candy solution. So um, uh, Candy includes all the traditional telephony features, connectivity to something like a a Polycom or Yaling phone, and then things clients and call center services. So that, that sort of makes up the entire thing. And most of our customers are people who actually deploy it under some other brand name. So for most of your listeners, you probably won't necessarily see the candy name out in the marketplace. You'll see one of our customers who white labels it or rebrands it under their own name. And in terms of the differences in that offering, and it, it comes back to what we were talking about before, in, in terms of functionality and the, the Candy platform with, with CPaaS, as you said, the, the development it offers in terms of the APIs and SDKs which, which customers can do independently, it offers a huge... When we were talking about those legacy PBX systems, the, the realm of possibility in terms of function and integration is, is hugely, dr dramatically different, isn't it? It is. Um, there's two two assets there. The other thing that's very important to remember is because you're in the cloud, um, you do have a real advantage in terms of mobility, which is one of the big Achilles heels of a traditional PBX behind an enterprise firewall. Is It's hard to get out and talk to other things. It's hard to talk to a mobile device. It's hard to um, interconnect with other cloud-based services. So if somebody, somebody wants to do something where they integrate with a CRM tool like a Salesforce or uh, you know, similar sort of a ERP or, or CRM tool. It's it, there's a set of REST APIs that you can just connect to. Those kinds of services just just aren't part of a traditional PPX environment. So it really does sort of change the game in terms of your ability to to connect communications into a business workflow. So, so when we're talking about the UCAS or, or CPAS and the, and, the, and the age of agility, we're not just talking about flexibility for organizations in terms of consumption and how they buy the solutions. We're also talking about agility in terms of options available, in terms of functionality and integration. It, it's agility in several, several different areas, effectively, isn't it? Yes, and, and not just the agility, but also cost, because, uh, how would I put it, it's one thing to say you can do something. It's another thing to be able to practically implement it. So, you know, one of the sort of one of the, the biggest challenges over the years for the communications industry is we've, for years, we told people, oh, you can do this and you can do that. But, you know, that meant having a, uh, you know, a uh, floor full of developers in order to actually implement that. What we've seen with UCAS and CPAS and, uh, you know, in our current environment is 
we've made it substantially easier for customers to actually do it. Um, so from an agility perspective, they can actually take advantage of these services and actually build something that's unique. So if you're a customer out there and you say, hey, you know, I want to add a, a click to connect button on my website. Uh, yes, that was certainly possible if you wanted once upon a time, if you wanted to hire the, you know, uh, uh, the biggest consulting firm in the UK to, to spend six months at it. Now it's something you can do in a, in a day if you're a web developer. So that agility comes not just from the fact that it's technically possible, but also that the tools are there to make it practical to deliver. What you've done there is tied into a use case. And, and I was thinking as you were talking then, that people might be thinking the age of agility what do, even any of the different areas that we've spoken in the, the the options that it gives people the, the flexibility the agility what does that necessarily mean but but, you, but you've answered that there with a, with a use case and, and all of this all of this agility just enables providers and customers to enhance their offering and, and differentiate themselves in the market that's right and you know we've done other things too so for instance we have our smart office uc clients and um we have those set up so that users can put little custom tabs, we call them, but think of them as custom buttons on the client so they can do things like actuate other services. So for instance, um, it, let's say that you're a, a hospital and you've built a homegrown uh, tool for patient management and you want the doctors in the hospital or the nurses to be able to access patient, securely access patient records. We can actually give them a really simple way of being able to add that access to that system or any other web-based system right into the client. So if they're on the phone with someone or they're uh, walking around the uh, medical facilities or they're outside the medical facilities for that matter, they can query that system. They still have to have, you know, secure access and either password and so on, but it can be, they can operate inside of the UC client. So particularly if you're on something like a mobile device where switching between apps can be daunting, we can actually give you a quick way to be on the phone, launch an application and check on something all from inside that client environment. And I, I brought up the other use case a moment ago about tools for customer engagement, whether that's things like a, a click to connect button on a website or chat or video call. Those are all sort of relatively straightforward things that a user can add without having to, again, have that uh, room full of developers in order, to, in order to integrate. That ease of development for, for potential customers and your providers. At Ribbon, you are constantly developing the, the capabilities of these platforms. And I know in the Smart Office UC solution, you added some new features relatively recently in terms of the call boost and some additional uh, video support. So, so I just wanted to update on what, on what, what the latest sort of iterations have brought. Yeah, so some of the things we've done um, uh, is uh, we've um, we've tried to enhance our mobile clients, particularly. That's a you know the um, uh, one of the areas I think that customers are most interested in is uh, how can I you know how can I stay connected to the office when I'm outside the office? And obviously, we've all got mobile phones and we're all used to doing that, but. The, the sort of snafu of that whole thing is that, you know, you end up giving out your personal number to everybody to stay connected, and you play this sort of cat and mouse game because you're texting people to figure out where they are if they're free. Um, the whole idea behind Smart Office is that we give you a single set of UC clients you can use on desktop and mobile, 
And, you know, you can see things like your presence. So if you can see if somebody's available, you can see if they're already on the phone before you reach out to them. And in the case of mobile, one of the kind of interesting things that we did, and this, this goes back to some of our heritage as a, a provider of solutions for service providers, we have a feature we call Call Grabber, which basically allows you to seamlessly move a live call between clients. So, for instance, if I'm on my PC and I want to walk down the hallway, I can push a little button on my mobile client and it'll seamlessly grab the call and I can just start walking down the hallway using Wi-Fi or 3G, 4G, soon 5G, I guess. The, the, the caller on the other end will never know that that's actually happening. But what we've done with the call boost is we've taken that a step further. One of the things that happens, unfortunately, is that either in a building environment with Wi-Fi or more commonly when you're out on the on the street, particularly if you're driving in your car, the cellular data network is not really designed for seamless handoff. It's made for browsing, kind of like the, the problem we talked about earlier with the internet not originally being designed for real time. So most of the 4G networks aren't, aren't focused on that. So if you're driving down the road, smart office call over the cellular data network, there's a decent chance at some point you're going to hit a weak spot and it's going to bounce you off. Or just in general, the 4G network isn't always ro as robust as the cellular network. So what Call Boost does is give you the ability with the push of a button basically to leverage the call grabber features we've created and actually move the call from the um, 4G network onto the native cellular voice side of the cell phone. And actually, um, again, the user doesn't on the far end doesn't know this, but you actually move the call onto the cellular voice network. So you get the advantage of the call quality and connectivity of those services without ever doing anything. So you can start out on one network and bounce to the next and, and leverage sort of the, uh, the benefits of the technology. And as you said, that sort of it's enabling that, that agile working that is such a, such a buzz phrase within every industry it appears. Yes, it is. And, uh, you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's always the simple stuff that trips you up, right? So, you know, it's, uh, we, we talk about all the time that it's one thing for tech to talk about technology. It's another thing to use it. And what we're trying to do with things like Call Boost is just make it more practical for people to be able to use every day. And, and, and then there was also an update in terms of uh, extending support for, for video, uh, which you use in, in, in Smart Office. Yes, we, we've had a long-standing partnership with uh, Video, and that's, uh, <laughs> for those listening, that's V-I-D-Y-O, as opposed to the, uh, to the technology. Uh, video is a provider, and um, we've, uh, we've worked uh, for, for a number of years now with them. They're really one of the, we're one of the pioneers at building something called SVC, or Scalable Video Kodak. So um, we, we continue to work video on tools to make um, it uh, video quality better over a mobile device. And so this kind of ties in with the practicality I mentioned earlier. It's one thing to say that you can deliver these solutions. It's another to be able to, you know, practically speaking, take a multi-party video conference on a mobile device, on a mobile network. And and again, it all ties in so nicely to our topic of that, that agility in terms of where people want to work, how they want to work, whether that's voice or, or video, and, uh, and that whole piece around Newcast and the age of agility. That's right. So if you're at a, a, a having a cup of tea or a cup of coffee somewhere, it's not necessarily obvious to the other party that you're not at your desk. Thank you so much, Greg, for, for firstly for coming onto the podcast and talking about the age of agility, and also how you guys at Ribbon are enabling that. 
Thanks for having us, Patrick. Uh, really appreciate it. Look forward to talking again. Massive thanks to Ruben and to Greg for coming onto the podcast today. It's really crucial for businesses to be as agile as possible. And as we discussed, UCAS and CPAS platforms can really enable businesses to maximise their potential. If you want to know more about Ribbon, UCAS, CPAS or any other content from our cloud communication series, head over to the website at uctoday.com and you can find everything you need there. That's it for today's episode, though. Thanks for listening.